You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP, Andrea Parrott, Parrot Talk. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it with tales from all across the nation. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Andrea, happy Christmas Eve, Eve. Yes, happy Christmas Eve. Yay. Eve. Yes, Eve. I've Eve. Eaten so many Christmas cookies. <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> my favorite, my very favorite are the kind that Joni Musil makes oh. that are like peanut butter with chocolate stars in the middle. Oh, yes. Joni, if I haven't talked to you recently, I could use some more. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite are definitely Christmas cookies with a specific cream cheese frosting and just a few little sprinkles on top. Ooh, okay. Yes. Well, I think I know what cookies we're eating on Ragbri next year. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's a little crossover. All right. Um, thinking about Ragbri reminds me, I just was on vacation recently in fabulous Nebraska, and I saw a Casey's with an old school logo on their sign. <gasps> and I know, well, I know you know this because I snapped you a picture of it because I was so excited <laughs> <laughs> for my car. And then I went into the Casey's and the attendant was like, we're taking my picture. <laughs> I'm like, no, not of you. Oh. <laughs> Just of the old school sign. <laughs> and I would think a lot of Iowans um, or people that come on Ragbri every year maybe took notice. Like when Casey's went from the cool general store sign to just yeah. solid red, which yeah. it I, it doesn't matter what my opinion is, but it's definitely different. It's definitely different. It's a newer and sleeker. Yeah. But for me, there was a charm to the general stores. Yeah. Obviously, nostalgia yes yeah but anyway they're appreciated if you ever go to on i-80 past carney they have a casey's that you could visit (laughs) (laughs) it could become like um the blockbuster you know the last blockbuster that exists it's in oregon i got to go there earlier this year so maybe that casey's if it becomes the last one with the old signage i'll go there for photos well, I guess, I mean, it's right off of 80, so it couldn't be easier to get to. Awesome. So, yeah. you know, anyway, yeah. anyway, just wanted to share that little, you know, Christmas is about nostalgia as well. So it kind of ties <laughs> in that way. So awesome. anyway. All right. So since we're so close to uh, a pretty big holiday, we, instead of doing an interview with somebody, you and I are going to chat and do a little bit of ragbri Q&A. Yeah. Okay. All right. And Keep a, them coming. I'm ready. Okay, good. And Ask a lot of these... Away. A lot of these questions um, I'm seeing on social media. So, uh, you know, whether it's newbies or people that have done rag before, before, I'm seeing a lot of these questions. So I thought, what the heck? I'm going to put you to work. Okay, let's go. I'm ready. Uh, you know, it's never work when it's about play. So, <laughs> right. I don't know. That's not really a saying. I just made that up. <laughs> oh, well, you should tra- I, I, trademark it. All right. Done, babe. Okay. Uh, all right. So. Okay, first uh, question. Um, we all know, because we talk about it a lot, that the Ragbri Route Announcement Party is happening January 28th. Uh, you can still register for it. But a lot of people were asking, in years past, there are all these cardboard boxes that are set up, and you can go try to guess the route. Are you guys going to do that this uh, for 2022? We sure are. And I'll tell you, it takes about... A million years to set up all those cardboard boxes <laughs> but it is worth it because it's really fun sometimes people guess quite a few of the towns yeah so um basically you pay i'm not sure how much it's going to be this year but it's a dollar or two and you get a ticket and for each ticket you can 
guess one of the overnight towns. And once the towns are announced, they will grab each box and pull tickets and somebody for each day gets a prize. So like if you guess Monday's town, you get a sweatshirt and Tuesday's town, you get a jersey. Well, I don't know what the prizes are, but you get what I mean. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, And then all the cash that we make from that goes to the bike coalition. So it's put back into making sure that we can have safe biking in Iowa. Yeah. And I have tried really hard, you know, because it's how many boxes is it? Let's just say 100. I don't know. It's about 150. Okay, so 150 boxes, which means 150 towns. But I try and be sneaky and look at the font or the newness <laughs> of the sticker on there to make sure like, okay, so here's a town that we're going to for the first time that they forgot to make a box for in years past. So this has got to be it. But Ooh, guess how many sneaky. guess how many times I've won? Uh, well, maybe can you win? <laughs> Okay, well, I've won zero times, so... Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we do... Sometimes when they look old, we will replace boxes, or we'll throw in... If we have to add one that is uncommon, we'll add a couple more as a disguise, so, like, oh, we're okay. on you. So, yep, yeah. you totally get it. Okay, all right, But all right. it's so much fun. We send... For someone who's not doing the presentation, we'll be standing in the back of the room listening and immediately running over and grabbing the box so you can't add any more tickets so it's pretty exciting oh that's awesome so, okay I know, good. it's one of my favorite things okay I'm so excited round for that yes coming up okay uh next question is um obviously we can also register for ragbri now mm-hmm. um how much is registration and is there an early bird or whatever it's called like a better price to if you go now yes uh we just changed it for this year so you know it's not it's going to be just only slightly different than it has been in the past to start with, early registration is $175, and that's the same price it's always been. Yep. It's our uh, in recent many recent years, we barely ever change that. But so it's going to be from November 15th through February 28th. So you have until the end of February to register at that price. Okay. Then on March, and that, so then you you can even wait until the route announcement if you are one of those people those crazy people who has to decide what towns they are (laughs) you know know what the towns are for me i will ride no matter what but like anyway so then march 1st it will go up to 190 dollars, and then registration will close on april 1st okay so and i think i've already told the story that i accidentally registered on april 2nd one year (laughs) and then i contacted you guys like hey i didn't know and remember that somebody i can't remember who responded they were like you're joking right i'm like no i'm not so then so then this will answer i'll answer the next question because my next question was do you have to register for the whole week and for me that was a perfect example i registered too late to do the full week but you can go in and register for each day so that's what I ended yes. up doing so yes. the question was do I have to register for the whole week and the answer is no if you're doing gonna only do three days of ragby you can register for three days or you can do like I did and have a wristband for every day <laughs> <laughs> a rainbow colored wrist with seven wristbands on it yes exactly yeah they, and some people register for the first Sunday and the last Saturday so it's weekends only oh yeah I mean you can kind of do it however you works for you so yeah. okay and then if you totally blow every registration window because then Dave hit Day pass closes on June first because we have to have time to ship all the wristbands. Oh yeah. But so if you completely miss all those, you can just come and see us on the ride and we'll get you a day pass wristband. Oh cool. So okay. We'll get you set up. So procrastinators. Merchan- Sorry, go those ahead. Those are in the merchandise trailers. So you just stop by the merchandise trailers and you can find those. 
Okay. So you can procrastinate as long as you need to. You can still grab a wristband. Ragbri is slacker supported. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. This is a question I see a ton on um, social media. And of course, we don't have to go through all of it. But people are always like, well, what do I get with my registration? You know, I spend $175. What do I get? So I'll probably throw out a few answers. But give us, I don't know, I know that you know all these things, Andrea, but give us a little highlight. (laughs) Well, I mean, you get the whole bike ride, right? Like people say, well, we could ride those routes any day. But did you construct the route yourself? Did you work with the towns yourself? I mean, did you order the Kaibos yourself? Yeah, the bands. No, the bands yourself. Yes. So there's a lot of things structurally that go into it that you're paying for. But um, one thing that some people don't know is that you have to be registered to ride the sag wagon. Oh, okay. You have to, if you if you get injured on Ragbri, of course, an ambulance is going to come pick you up. Of course, we'll make sure that you're healthy. Yeah. But if you're registered, we'll also take care of your bike and make sure that it gets safely taken to the wherever you are. So that's a that's a cool perk that mm-hmm. sometimes people don't always know about. Um, you know, if you will babysit your bike for you if you can't be with it in that way. Okay. Um, we also do baggage transportation. We also do. Um, that gives you the opportunity to register for one of the charters, which they, they might allow you to bring an extra bag. They might, it is for an extra fee to go with the charters. It's not, Mm -hmm. it's a third party, but you can't register for any of the charters without being registered for rag price. So those are a couple that come to mind. I think uh, another good one that would not happen if you decided to do this route ride on your own at a different time is that the intersections are traffic controlled by Iowa State patrol officers, which is, and as the years have passed by doing RAGBRAI, they are getting to be like more and more fun where some of them will dance in the intersections or, you know, they have speakers on top of their uh, patrol cars that have music blaring out of them. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. Shout out to the troopers. Those guys, they stand out there, got men and women stand out there in full dark brown uniforms with pants and a hat. I mean, it it is hot out there and they do it because they love RAGBRAI. Yeah. Oh yeah, and um, so and with the my ambulance comment, I should also give a shout out to Bob Libby and the Care Ambulance yeah, team because for sure. those guys are the best. They you're in good hands with them. Yes, and if you they'll even if you know if you're a registered rider, you can even stop by there. And if they're not dealing with an emergency, you can get like sunscreen from them or a band aid. Mm-hmm. And if you yep. top secret, if you ask nicely, sometimes they have little snacks in there. <laughs> <laughs> So you get the right ambulance, you never know. So, uh, or maybe you could get a good story out of them about one of us. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a a bunch more questions. So like one other thing that I think is kind of a fun perk that comes with your registration is a souvenir patch, which if you are into that, which I am, um, I have all my patches on a beam in my loft, which is kind of cool. It's kind of a conversation starter. And then our, um, friend who has been on the podcast a couple times, Dave Wedemeyer, who goes by Hacky Jedi on Ragbri. He's got a Ragbri jean jacket that has all of the Ragbri patches, plus just all of the events that he's been in. So I know patches are a big deal. 
it's a it's truly an impressive jacket. I don't know if you could really you have to see it to believe <laughs> yeah. it. But so you get the little piece of paper that it's a little patch certificate will come with your wristband. So hold on to that. Yeah. We've had some pretty gnarly looking ones, but we as long as we can tell it's a patch certificate, <laughs> we'll redeem it. <laughs> so you just come to the merch trailer and trade it in and it's really fun. Um quick little story about patches. Oh yeah. When I a couple of years ago we were doing proofs of the patches, like to make sure that they were all good enough to give out to the writers and we got one back that said rag bright 450 moles oh <laughs> instead of miles <laughs> so i have that commemorative patch saved in my desk <laughs> for the future <laughs> oh my gosh that's awesome. anyway so yeah love the patches it's always a fun souvenir yeah. and free if you register yes and there are a ton of other perks you can go to ragbride.com and it's in the frequently asked question area i believe so there's Lots of things that we haven't even mentioned. Yep. Or you can just ask me and I'll yeah. spout off a couple more. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Yep. Another question I see a lot on social media. Um, can my significant other or the support vehicle that's you know part of my RAGBRAI, can they follow me as I ride? Well, yes and no. They cannot. We do not allow vehicles on the bike route. And let me tell you, you don't want to be driving no, on the vehicle for route. sure. Like you could maybe sneak on but it is a nightmare because you're riding among a sea of bicyclists it's not really a good place for a car mm -hmm. um, but you can drive a support vehicle and meet your bike rider in every every day we'll have about halfway through a meeting town mm -hmm. and you can there's a vehicle route that goes straight to the meeting town you can park there meet your rider either pick them up or support them however they need um, but that's how you can and then you can get back up from there, back on the vehicle route mm -hmm. and drive unobstructed to the overnight town. So you can check in with them a couple times per day mm -hmm. at, in a car. And you do need to register both the vehicle and the driver to be allowed into the main campgrounds. So okay. it's not, it's pretty cheap. It's only, I forget how much I want. You can sign it on the ragbride.com uh, website. So register for that. And then your driver also gets into all the concerts. They get all the same benefits oh, as yeah. a rider. Oh, so, cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've seen firsthand when sometimes you'll get like a like a big semi that will be on the route. And you know, a lot of the bikers are kind of like, what the heck is this guy doing? But I can guarantee you, like you mentioned, that truck driver is all probably thinking the same thing, like, how can I get off of this road? Yeah. And it's, you know, yeah. rural Iowa, they're probably, you know, maybe they're making a delivery, didn't realize the ride was coming through. So we got to, you know, cut them a little bit of slack too, to yeah. know that most vehicles, if they're on the route, it's not because they want to be. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're messing up their day, their yeah, job, right. as well as them messing up ours. So it just pays to be a little bit patient with them. Yeah, for as sure. As much as you can. So for sure. Yep. Okay. Uh, another question. Can children ride RAGBRAI? Oh, good question. You know, they can. And in fact, I started riding RAGBRAI when I was 12. Oh, wow. Would I recommend that a small child ride RAGBRAI? Not necessarily. Maybe a short day, maybe just one day. Mm -hmm. But it gets really hot out there. And to be sitting in a trailer or a burly, it gets pretty rough for a little kid because it's hard for them to stay cool like it is for an adult. Yeah, I agree. So you really need to make sure that they're, if you, I wouldn't recommend bringing a small child, maybe no one younger than 10 or 11, mm -hmm. but um, I would make sure that they drink a lot, eat more than they think they need, or you're going to end up sagging with them anyway, because yeah. it's just tough out there. It can be hot. So, you know, it's up to the individual parent. It depends on how strong the kid is too. That's why I would say 
maybe 10 and 11, even though I was only strong enough when I was 12. Yeah. And I'm assuming that you probably did a lot of practice rides with your parents or your family yes. before Ragbri. So you, yep. because yep. I can't imagine if I was 12, I'd probably be like, what? I have to do this all day long? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember one of my very first Ragbri training rides. I was riding my dad's old bike out by Brown Deer Golf Course in Coralville. And the derailleur fell off my bike. Oh my <laughs> I was gosh. going up a massive hill and it, it just goes, boop. <laughs> derailleur <laughs> fell off. I got a different bike to ride Ragbri on after oh, that. Oh, thank but... <laughs> goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's just remembered that. But anyway, yeah. So just, it depends on the kid, but I would say no young kids on Ragbri. It's not official. We don't regulate that, but we also would never share who the youngest kid to ride Ragbri is because yeah. it's just not safe yep. at a certain point. Yep. Okay, uh, next question, which kind of goes along with safety. Is there an official start time each day? Oh, no, there is not. <laughs> uh, it is sort of just a free-for-all where you get you wake up in the morning and you get your buns out there um, mm -hmm. at, whenever you want. But I will say that the route opens at 6 a.m. When that means that's when the sag wagon starts running, that's when the extra hospital ambulances come out. Uh, you know, Bob Labina's crew will be out there, the... State troopers will be out on the intersection starting at 6 a.m. So if you get out there any earlier than that, you run the risk that some of my family members have encountered where you get lost on Ragbri. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Which is nearly impossible if you wait until 6 a.m. to start riding. But um, there's no start line. Right. Um, the luggage truck starts, well, we can talk about that later if you want, but yeah. they start loading at 5 a.m. So you can get your bags set. You can get ready to go and you know eat your breakfast or whatever and then start riding by six yes or later if you care to there's no there's no latest time you can start riding right okay good um and then you alluded to luggage and you did say that that's part of registration fee where you can utilize um, they're pretty cool like a week before Ragbrite, they're parked in a parking lot right off of interstate 380 so when i used to go back and forth to work i would see these huge trailers um that said ragbri on the side and those are the luggage trailers right yep yep the heartland express is one of the friends of ragbri so they support us but year-round by having those big trailers parked outside so people can see and get excited for ragbri yeah. it's one of my favorites too um those are they're pretty cool looking there's one that's like they're both have a really cool wrap on them but one is overall red and one is overall blue mm. so you can kind of spot them pretty easily um but yeah those luggage trucks are awesome yeah so okay so if i'm doing rag bry especially for the first time so i don't really know what's going on i have my luggage and obviously i can't ride all day with that so Ragbrite offers this service where you can put your luggage on the semi-trailer and then the semi-trailer will go to the next host town, right? And have, yes. it, have it waiting for me. Well, first of all, I will say that I know you can ride with your luggage all day. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I do that quite for, often. <laughs> for normal people, they can put their bag. It's a 50-pound weight limit. on. You get one bag, 50 pounds tops, and they do weigh it because we have people that have to sling those bags every single day, yeah. thousands and thousands of bags. We got to protect their bags. Well, <laughs> but so if it, can I also yeah. say something about that 50 pound limit is you don't want more than 50 pounds because you've got to take that bag from the trailer to wherever you decide to put your tent up. And yeah. so you're yeah. the one that has to drag it there and then drag it back in the morning. So I'm just telling you over 50 pounds, yeah. you don't need to bring that much junk. So that's, that is one stipulation. And the other stipulation is that the baggage 
truck closes at 7.59. Exactly. Ooh. So make sure you get your buns over there and get your bag on the truck. So I guess there's no start official starting time, but there is official pack-up time for okay. for riders who are using our luggage service. But our luggage team is great. They work incredibly hard for us the whole week. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll make sure you know when they're about to close. You'll There's no way you'll miss it. So it's not yeah. like they'll like shut the door and drive off on you. Well, but they, they like honk their horns at 745. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're lingering, you know, if you're like drinking your coffee before you take your tent down, once you hear that, you know, that uh, horn, you better get your booty going. Yeah, get over there. And it's a really cool setup they have where they make a note of, how much they load the truck at what time so you can they lay them all out and they're actually in chronological order Mm. so you're looking through a stack of thousands of bags you can find yours pretty easily because you know oh i put my bag on the truck at 7 49 a.m oh there it is right between 7 45 and 7 50 or nice whatever time i said yeah you know what i mean yeah (laughs) i have to write down what time i put my bag on the truck (laughs) oh that's interesting and yeah we should probably or i'm going to do a quick plug that ragbri offers a how to pack video yes Um, an excellent video yes and i am the star i'm i'm sorry to brag for a second but uh you can (laughs) go to you can go to YouTube, you know, how to pack for Ragbri, I think is what the actual name of the video is. But note, I get a lot of messages asking me what bag I use. Oh, yeah. And so I used a bag that was super colorful and it was shaped a little bit different so that you can find it in that sea of, you know, you don't want to just get a black duffel bag because everybody else has a black duffel bag. So that's just a little side note. Yeah, I used to use a camo colored army surplus type bag. And a lot of other people use those. Mm. So I ended up putting really colorful duct tape around the outside of it. Oh, yeah. So that it was easy to spot mine and I could still use my bag. Oh. So if you have a plain bag and you want to soup it up, I suggest uh, multicolored duct tape. Yeah, that's uh, cheaper than finding a specific special bag that's a certain color. And in fact, I would recommend packing extra duct tape. But, oh, <laughs> you know, pro tip. <laughs> You never know what you might use that for. But anyway, okay. <laughs> okay, a couple more questions. Um, how do I know which way to go every day? Well, find another bike rider and follow them. <laughs> That's what I always do. It's a, it sounds stupid, but it's as simple as that. So you just, as as you start to gain critical mass, you all of a sudden you find yourself in a flood of other bikers yeah. who are also riding rank, right? Um, I mean, I would pay attention to generally, you're going to be riding east, so if you're good with your directions, or maybe if you have a compass on your phone or something, head east generally. Yeah. But but if you're on the route at 6 a.m., between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., it's it's literally almost impossible to not know which way to go. But exactly. I do, okay, I do want you to tell the listeners, I just think it's amazing because there are actually route signs that are on trees and poles that kind of can keep you on track if you are a little bit nervous, or you can download the maps from ragbride.com. But I always wonder, how do those signs get up on those poles? And when? Like, you know, you you can't do it a month ahead of time, because it'll probably get, you know, weathered or stolen. Yeah, we have a route marking crew and our route markers, Mark and Deb just retired Mm. so we'll have a new crew and they're they're fully trained they trained on the ride this year so don't worry but they actually get up at the crack of dawn Mm. the day before and put up the signs Ah. so they'll be out there because if it was the day of then they would 
they would have people going out ahead of them right. or they'd have trouble accessing certain sites, but they, they, they are vampires the week of rag <laughs> They operate very, very early in the morning. So if you ever happen to see the route marking vehicle, first of all, you should go to bed. <laughs> but second of all, say thank you because those guys are incredible. Um, yeah. uh, along with the route, I should also say that we have a partnership with people for bikes who has, they've developed every year a set of route cards that tell you exactly where to go mm. and you can use a QR code on the little physical paper card that will send you to their app called RideSpot, mm. where the GPS file is right there for you. Um, as well as a description of the day and different photos and attractions and things. It's pretty cool. And you can get it all loaded onto your phone before RAGBRAI. So mm-hmm. if you don't have any cell service, you're still set. Awesome. Okay, good. Well, uh, let's do, I'm going to do, I have like four more questions, but I'll just pick okay. one. I'm just going to pick one. Okay. Um, uh, this was something that I, I, f- I was fearful of when I first did RAGBRAI. Is there a place to shower each day? <laughs> well, <laughs> it depends on how creative you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, there'll be every day there'll be showers offered by the overnight town and it's something that they organize so it varies by community. But in general, there are showers in the high school or maybe the local rec center. Um, but we also have a series of shower trucks that come. Mm-hmm. I know Pork Belly has one and there's one called Joe's Wet Shack. Um, and sometimes others where it's literally a semi truck that's been converted into showers. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about those is they have some kind of magic in the trailer where the water's hot. Yeah. So it's not in a, a high school. It's up to you when you shower, it might be ice cold. <laughs> and maybe that feels good to you because it's been hot all day. But like in these shower trucks, they have hot water. Yeah. All the time. I, we showered, you know, like at a local middle school maybe I can't remember it was a school but all the shower heads were like shorter than me oh (laughs) so maybe it was an elementary school I don't know why they would have showers though but it was just so funny because you know I'm like squatting down and like this is crazy I'm I'm like the shortest person I know and here I am you know like trying to figure out how to squat down especially after riding all day I'm like my legs can't oh that's rough they, I mean, you, some of the charters also have camping showers that you could use, yeah. which is like um, a solar shower, which is a big black plastic bag, essentially, with a hose attached to it that you, it warms up in the sun, and then you hang it up and you can shower, which is, it's my favorite, but you do have to be mindful of where that wastewater is going, because mm-hmm. only some sewers are set up to accept that type of water. Right. But um, I've also taken creative showers with a hose or, you know, in somebody's backyard. Some- I always bring a bar of soap. Yeah. And some communities have converted their car wash into showers. Like I remember one car wash bay was for women and one was for men. And they literally had individual stalls. You could, you know, one to change your clothes, one to shower. You had privacy and hot water. It was awesome. I think I've even showered in, say, like a fairgrounds where they roped off like... Where they hose off the animals before they show them and they like had tarps put up so it was private. But I'm standing there in this like barn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what community that was. So don't ask. But um, you can have as luxurious as a shower as you want or as rough and of a shower as yes. you want. It just depends on how adventurous you're feeling. And so I would say uh, two pro tips. You already said one, which is bring a bar of soap, especially like if you ever at hotels, like save the little teeny bar of soap. And then pro tip number two is make sure you have some sort of shower shoe, like a flip flop or something 
uh, lightweight that you can shove in your bag because that's a game changer when you're like, especially if you're in a hog barn <laughs> showering. <laughs> <laughs> and I would add to that Hitch- Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy Pro Tip number three, always bring your towel. Yes. Oh, because, gosh. Yeah. You know, the last thing you want, you can towel off with, I don't know, your clean clothes or something, but it's just a nice little comfort of home, even yes. a little tiny towel. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So that may answer the next question, but uh, do, Andrea, do you have a secret item that you bring along on RAGBRAI back when you used to get to ride RAGBRAI? Well, you know, it's funny because we were just talking in a RAGBRAI newbies thread about what do you pack for RAGBRAI? And I said something about how like, I always forget something different every year <laughs> and I always remember something good every year. So it's nice if you could be organized enough to write everything down ahead of time or oh. use a packing video like Murph's where a lot of the reminders are there. That helps a lot. Yeah. Um, I said duct tape earlier. That one's a really good one because it sometimes storms happen or sometimes you've used your tent more than you thought and the poles will snap. Mm. Uh, the amount of times that I've had a, a tent, I mean, it's not every year. It's not a lot of years, but my tent will, sometimes the poles break down or there's a rip in the fabric and you can just duct tape it and move on with your life instead of stressing about it. It's a lifesaver after riding for 80 miles. So I'd say probably duct tape or maybe, I don't know if I would bring like a little carabiner clip Mm, so you could clip things, but those are probably my two favorites. Uh, What about you? Um, My secret weapon would have to be earplugs. Because, you know, if you're staying in the official RAGBRAI campground, you know, you may be camping with a thousand other people. And so tents may be a little bit closer than what you're used to. And if the person next to you is snoring or talking on the phone or whatever, and you're at the point where you're ready to be asleep, earplugs are game changers. Yeah. They're also great for the morning when people are inevitably, someone's going to wake up earlier than you. And that sound of that zipping, zip, (laughs) zip, 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 and rustling around in those plastic bags. It's like living in a field of squirrels. Oh my gosh. That is (laughs) so right. They're always digging in that bag. But if you have the earplugs, then it removes some of that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's that brings back so many memories of just the <laughs> tent zipper and the Ziploc bag noise. Yeah, but it's not so bad. As long as you can still hear your own alarm, I guess that's the key. Or have someone that you trust that will wake you up in time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we should probably plug the Just Go Bike series called Ragbri 101. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think, gosh, there's probably 10 or 11 episodes from 2021. And we'll start it up again, probably once the route is announced and the hype gets pretty high. Yeah. So I know Rag by 101. So it's basically you call in to us or you email us and you ask us a question. You leave a message asking a question. So no stress. You're not going to be live on the air or anything. Right. But it's for questions for newbies. You know, maybe a question that you were even embarrassed to ask your friends or like weird question, but, you know, should I bring my own snacks or, you know, do you wear underwear underneath your cycling shorts? Yeah. Stuff that you might not have thought of even wanting to know until you thought about writing Ragbri. Yes. And if you already have those questions, feel free to give us a call. It's actually just a voicemail. So you're not going to, Andrea's not going to answer the phone and be like, hello? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hello. Oh, that question's weird. No, I would never. Right. Um, Anyway, the phone number is 515-303-0000. 
800-273-0385. So you can call and you'll hear that number going forward a million times. But also go listen right now. You can look up previous RAGBRAI 101 um, questions that people asked. And I think one of them really is about, do I wear underwear under my Lycra shorts? So if you don't know the answer, tune in. Better listen to that episode because it is make or break, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So, All yeah. right. Well, let's uh, let's cut this off for this week. Yep, sounds good. I can't wait. I hope you all have a fantastic holiday. Um, I hope you guys are spending it with your friends or family or at least just having some fun outside of work or, you know, outside of your normal. Or maybe even go for a bike ride. Maybe even just go bike. There you go. (laughs) Well, listeners, that's it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media at justgobike. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. Okay, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then... Just Just go go bike. bike!